Riddle me this. What do you get when you mix some bros, some drinks, and a video game question? You get this week's Med-Ariner discussion. As always, welcome and thanks for listening. I'm your host, Rico. With me, as always, is the Philly Fiend, Marcus. And joining us for the second week in a row is the captivating Celtic, the fadeaway phenom, the iconic interjector, Rudy. What's up? What's up, fellas? What's going on? Woo! <laughs> Wait, hey Marcus, hold on. Can, can, can Let me interject, I, can, can I interject real quick. Rudy, Rudy. <laughs> I'm really happy for you. I'm gonna let you finish. That was that was good. That was good. But no, I'm doing good. Can't complain. Eagles are playing right now. I'm watching the game while I podcast. Every time they play, I have to do both. And yeah, just hopefully, hopefully pull out the dub and get this win. Enjoying Sunday, football Sunday, and yeah. What about yourself, Rudy? How, how are you feeling? I'm doing good. The Colts lost earlier today. We almost, almost, uh, sort of came back, but they just played with our feelings. You know how that is, Marcus. Sometimes they yeah. try to come back and it never happens. Uh, I guess I too really close to comfort, you know? Too close yeah. to comfort, but I think we were down like 31 to 6. <laughs> so <laughs> it wasn't very close at, at, at the time, but. You know, doing good, man. Enjoying the Sunday. I know I texted you all. Hey, what's up? Tipsy Sunday podcast. And here we are, fellas. Let's try not to interject as much this week. And to our <laughs> listeners, I apologize. Not really, but let's do it. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. Well, everything's going good here for me, too. Uh, just so happy to be having this discussion again. And uh, this week, our discussion is going to revolve again, again around gaming, uh, which is something that we kind of one of the norms that we kind of stick to here on the podcast. And this one is actually coming off of Twitter. There is a Twitter slash X, whatever you want to call it. You know, uh, I'm, I'm still stuck on Twitter, but uh, there's a Twitter I follow uh, from a guy that does some some reporting. His he goes by the name of Rhino and his uh, handle is at Rhino the Bouncer. And he tweeted out this this tweet uh, about a week ago. No, maybe, maybe a little bit longer. Uh, and it was like a red pill, blue pill little question of if you kind of, if you had to pick between these, these two things, which would you pick? And each one has three different categories for a game. And the question is, which video game elements attract you the most slash are most important to you in a video game? Uh, I picked this one because I think we'll have a little bit of difference. Uh, I think we'll be able to elaborate. Uh, we do have very different favorite video games. Uh, we do have some in common, but we also do have different favorites. Uh, so I sent you all the graphic already here on, on a, in a DM. Uh, let me know if you all get it. Uh, the red pill side is performance, gameplay, and world design. Whereas the blue pill side is story graphics and characters <clears throat> so very two very very different games that you kind of are outlining here and all aspects of you know what usually makes very very great games but if you had to choose what side would you fall on uh who wants to start i'll let rudy start i'll go, I'll go ahead look here's the deal i like both of these man okay if I could fucking ignore doctor's prescriptions and just take both of these, I would. But <laughs> that's fair. I mean, says I'm sure we all love yeah. both. Yeah. yeah, but the question is pick one. I got to go with the blue. I got to go with the blue. I feel like <clears throat> I've always gravitated more to story games. Like I I get lost more in them and don't really have to depend on buddies to play with me at times. Mm-hmm. So I'd go with mm-hmm. the blue. I like graphics. Um, doesn't really have to be like a big thing on graphics, but I know I like graphics. But characters, story and characters are probably huge for me, man, because I think both of those brings back replayability, especially on like single player games. I can yeah. go back. Like I know Kingdom Hearts, I've played it so many times. God of War. Come back and played it so many times. Um, I recently played The Last of Us. I'm a one one of those recent guys, and it was good. So I probably wouldn't mind going playing playing it again. 
So I probably go blue pill on this one. Yeah, I, I like I like story. I like I've always liked story. Don't get me wrong, I like performance, I like multiplayers, all that stuff. But you know, to me, story. Yeah, I'll, I'll pick the blue one. Okay, okay, that's good. Could you give us? Uh, can you think off the top of your head? And even if you can't now, you can think about it for a while if you want to. Can you think of a game that perfectly to you encapsulates that blue pill? And I'm thinking of, I already have thought of one right off the top of my head because you mentioned it already. But let's see if you pick the same one. What is that blue pill game that has story, graphics, and characters to you? All three. Yeah. All three. Uh, man, there's quite a few recently. But let me go at the time. Let me go like back to that time that I remember this game that I've... Oh, my God. <clears throat> God of War 3. God of War 3 is the one I can remember at that time that I just love the story, love the graphics, love the characters. Back in 20... Oh, my God, I might be butchering this. I want to say 2009, maybe? I'm not Googling, so I don't know. Uh, but recently, which I think, Rico, I think you might have like guessed the same thing. Uh, maybe like the PS4 got a war? Yeah, that, that, was, war? that was yeah. my guess. That was my guess, yeah. Yeah, th- that one is like one of those recent ones that I can remember. And another one that Marcus would probably be like, yep, yep, yep. But I don't know. Most people not might not feel the same way with graphics, but... I think it has really good graphics. Is uh, Plague's Tale? I really like that one. That one's really, really, really good as well. I think that one incorporates the blue pill element as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And just to be clear, <clears throat> story, pretty much like your journey, uh, your you know your progression from point A to B, where you have like your conflict resolution, all that. You know, Marcus can probably break that down better because. He is Mr. English. Uh, but basically yeah. your story from A, from A, B, C, D, and then eventually you end up at E, right? Uh, your graphics is pretty much your resolution. You know, nowadays we have some very nice 4K uh, displays out there, TVs, monitors. Uh, if, you do, if you're a 1440p gamer or even some games in 1080 look phenomenal. Uh, now we do have ray tracing, HDR, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, games look pretty polished and real pretty nowadays. Characters... Does your does this tar- character take you on a journey with them? Do you relate to them? Do you like them? Uh, are you invested in them? Right? It's kind of like that. That I, I feel like that's a pretty fair characterization of those three on the blue side versus the red side. You have performance. You have pretty much one of the big things, especially across shooters and stuff like that. If that's what you like to play, uh, frames per second. A lot of people are about frames per second. Some people are even about frames per second in story games. Whereas I don't need that as much. But once you get used to it, it's hard to go back uh, to, you know, to the lower, to the 20s, to the 30s. Uh, now it seems like we're pushing that standard for everything to be at 60. But we're not quite solidified on that yet with some of the big games. Uh, there's still a little bit of uh, balance to be struck when you play some of like even the main big games. It usually will ask you, do you want to do resolution mode do you want to do performance mode do you want the 4k or do you want the high fps right you kind of get to a a choice nowadays which is cool because you get to pick whatever it is you like uh gameplay is pretty much mechanics if it's some sort of uh uh battle is it uh is it uh you know an action game is it are you actively fighting are you spamming are you using a sword are you shooting are you uh is it a turn-based game uh, and then world design is, you know, what is what is the environment like? I guess you can probably put color, colors in there, aesthetics. Uh, then another big one now, is it a linear world? and, and Or is it like kind of an open world? Uh, you know, some, some of that, I guess, also applies to story. Is it open? Is it an open story where you can do whatever you want? Or is it a linear story where you're kind of just going to follow the line, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So, do y'all feel like those are fair characterizations of those defined, or is there something you else you would add onto those? I no, think you're I uh, pretty spot on. Um, go ahead. No, uh, 
I think you yeah, I think you're spot on for sure. For sure. I mean there's like some great story games that I enjoyed, which uh like Vampire. I think you played it, Rico. Right? You played Vampire? Yeah, that was a cool one. Like like Vampire was like it was semi open. You like you could roam around but it was just there where you And it was great. And then you have those other open world games where you could literally like drive around or walk around everywhere. And if you enjoy that scenery, and if you could, if you, if you want to stop on top of the tallest building and say, ah, how beautiful it looks, right? Mm-hmm. Like you could do that. You 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 could definitely do that. And yeah, I think you hit it. Definitely hit it. Marcus. For for role design, I, I just want to add on just real quick. And I know I know a lot of a lot of times people will confuse role design with like open open games, right? People think of you know Tears of the Kingdom. People think of Elden Ring. People think of Grand Theft Auto, Liberty City from Cyberpunk. These big open world games are just real nice and pretty to look at. Spider-Man also. But then you have games, again, like Rico had mentioned, the linear games. The linear games can also have, even though you're not able to explore as much, you still kind of take in the scenery and the settings, you know, especially the backdrops and the colors. And one of the ones recently I thought was like Lies of P. Lies of P has like a real beautiful just aesthetic to it. You know, the gothic. I've always been a fan of just, you know, gothic type settings and stuff like that. Noir type settings and stuff. So world design can obviously be just linear and it's okay that it's linear, you know. Um, the other one I can think of is the is, uh, Sora's Wrath, if you've never played it, it was a game for the 360 PS3, just gods, but like just like the world that, that you're kind of just brought in in general is intense, right? So I just wanted to kind of add that in there. But yeah, for the most part, you, you hit the nail on the head, everything's a go, everything's good, and I think you, do, you did a very good job of defining each one. I give you an A+, plus if you're doing vocabulary you. today. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <Wee>. <laughs> but... Is it my turn? Well, real quick, I want to ask Rudy, real quick, because I'm going to ask this question twice, you know, just because um, that way I, we can have like a whole picture. But right now, Rudy said blue, so we're going to focus on blue. So you said story is a big thing for you. Is it safe to say that you would rank story number one, graphics, I mean, graphics three, and characters two? Is that your, if you had to rank them one, two, three, what, what would your ranking be? Story number one, characters two, graphics three, like you said. Graphics has never been huge. Like I've never been like, oh, it has to look good. But a game has to catch me in the neck in the first. I don't know, bro. Twenty minutes or like first act, whatever. Like, there's been games that look beautiful. There's been games that run great, and I just do not care for them. It's happened. Mm-hmm. I know you guys have been in the same. Like you, you understand me there. And yeah. but if a game can just catch me in the beginning, I'm like. God, great, great. The next thing you know, I'm in the couch or in the bed playing for like eight hours with Cheetos fingers and, you know, and whatever, and drinking the soda, drinking a big red, right? Um, Hell yeah. Right on. Like that game's got me. (laughs) That that game has got me. So story number one, character number two, graphics three. Uh, And you mentioned your favorite story would have to be an example was God of War, Yes. Yeah, God of War. Right. I think like God of War is like one of those ones that I remember. Uh, that I just oh my and god, he, Kratos. Yeah. So Kratos your boys are the, I was, I, that kind of leads me to my next question, right? Are there any characters that just stick out to you that re, the story might have sucked, the story you know whatever, but you know first and foremost there was a good character out there that you said like this is my boy or this or this is my girl right here. Like, are, are there any characters like that who stuck out to you? Shout out to my Xbox guys. The whole Gears of War story, the whole like the yeah, characters, man. those. And four, again, hey, like, world design, dude. Shoot, man, when it first yeah. came out. Yeah, and I was one of those guys that played it late because I was a PlayStation guy. So I came to Gears of War. I think it was. I ended up playing, um, Gears of War in the 360, but like, I think part two had already come out. Mm-hmm. So I, I ended up like kind of just working my way back from the from the from the first one and yeah that that was like those those ones were good I never I never really was a Halo guy um so I can't really talk about Halo um oh my god I feel like Grand Theft Auto you know, usually does a good story Vice City I, I always liked Tommy Versetti. Like if you ever played yeah. Vice City, Tommy Versetti yeah. was one of my favorites, like favorite uh 
and Ken Rosenberg, <laughs> like the, I thought he was great. So yeah, that was one of them that I can remember at the top of my head. Yeah, that's some good examples, man. Straight and again, people love Grand Theft Auto. People, you know, but people like Grand Theft Auto for the gameplay and maybe sometimes the story. But you know, I never really hear oh Grand Theft Auto because you know it, that's usually reserved for Red Dead Redemption, right? Oh, I love Red Dead Redemption because more uh, Arthur Morgan, or I love Red Dead Redemption because of um of uh, what's his name for Part One, man. Oh uh, my God, uh, it's not coming to me. Yeah, I can't but think about I, it. I, I just put yeah, it all. Yeah, dude. Uh, uh, but you, you Arthur Morgan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Arthur Morgan's part John two. Marsh, part John Marston. John, John Marston. John Marston. Yeah, I, but, and we remember John Marston. Oh, you know John Marston part one. But like you said, like you mentioned, Vice City. We never really get the main characters from Vice City, and you you kind of shouted him out by name, so that's cool. Uh, that's that's awesome, man. So yeah, so I think you said what story, characters, and graphics, right? That's me. I like that. If I were to pick one, I would also I would also have to go with the blue one first and foremost. Strangely enough, strangely enough, uh, I had always figured and always thought that like I again, I'm an English teacher. I love stories. I love you know great stories, good stories. I love you know western, space operas, science fiction, nonfiction, just all kinds of stories, right? But strangely enough a lot of i i realized this honestly maybe the last year or so that i'm all i'm more inclined to go with the characters first and foremost because the story might be this big old thing like people talk about you know uh for example mass effect i tried my whole hardest to get into it but for whatever reason just can't you know some stories might be you know just amazing but if i cannot resonate with some characters or a character or like any character you know what i mean like i won't I won't really be into the game as much as I want, you know, because a lot of times I'm saying, oh, my boy, my boy, or all the, that, you know, my girl over there, you know, you know, this is the way it is. And, you know, there's instances where I just feel like characters for me really play a better role personally rather than, you know, just anything. So again, I mean, I'm going blue pen. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm going down on story, but mine would have to be characters, story, and then graphics. I've never been a graphics guy. You know, uh, I, pr- I prefer performance over everything. I want the game to at least run pretty good. Uh, the graphics can be this, you know, amazing, prettiest game, you know, but then there's also other games where it's like, um, you know, what is it? Like 2D to 16-bit. Yeah, I've never been too crazy. Even the 16-bit can run a little wonky, but if I, if I enjoy the characters, that's fine too. Um, but yeah, some examples I think would be like, one of the games just that encompasses story graphics and characters and i can and, and it blew my mind like i finished this game and i, I talk about it to this day was a senua and senua the, the story was just intense the characters were intense and the graphics were just you know it, 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 it was just all intense you know for for the experience you know and yeah man i think what other examples? There were some other ones. I know there's a lot of those games like Persona. What makes Persona amazing are the characters that you kind of just fall in love with along the way. Yeah, the story and the story is really good too. But there's even the villains, these characters, obviously, you know, what really makes a great game great or sometimes even better than great. You know, if you have great protagonists, awesome. But if, if your antagonists are just as good or even better, even makes it even more exceptional. A lot of times when you get those bad guys who are just sometimes make sense or you know the ones you just tend to fall in love with like you know those that really encompasses what makes a story great right so i would have to go blue pill you know hands down and again characters first story second graphics third Mm, i think that's about it for me i don't think there's anything else all right pretty good and for you uh i'll give you the same question i asked rudy if you had to point at a game that kind of encompasses something with story graphics characters doesn't have to be you know doesn't have to be like anything like game of the year doesn't have to be anything that everybody knows about but when you think of those three things kind of a like game someone? that fits, fits it for you yeah i mean that's a good <laughs> that's a great example i uh, mean okay I, I'm, I'm gonna not say zelda just for just for the sake of this podcast because and Zelda to me is just it can do no wrong. I don't. People can say it might be the I can rank them and I can have my opinions about them, but nobody else can, right? No, I'm just joking. Oh right? my it's my favorite God. game, but <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm gonna say Zelda. I'm not gonna say Zelda just for the sake of this podcast. But one most recent, which you know, and again, there's been games where I've just been like 
like just enthralled and i've talked about them and they and a lot of times these games that i talk about have never really been big big games there was one called beacon pines uh beacon pines um okay. it, it was a game on the on the xbox game pass which again this was the gameplay it was just an adventure game but the story was good the characters were awesome the graphics there was something else that i it was a little small eight hour ten hour game it was a kickstarter game of you know and I've always talked about every chance I can get, but Beacon Pines, another one when it came out was Stray. I don't know if you ever got to experience that freaking game, man, but the character is a cat. <laughs> the, the, the the story is awesome. The graphics are just like, you know, it had, it had everything going for it, in my, in my opinion. But playing as a cat was a breath of fresh air. And I don't know about you, man, but it, it, you got you to gotta give, you give yourself a chance and play you know, different types of games like that because it can be really interesting. But yeah, those would be my examples here. Na not named Zelda. Can right. I can go on and on, right? But Okay, that's good. So I, I kind of figured that you and I, I, I mentioned this before. I figured that we were going to be on, uh, on different sides. Mm -hmm. uh, so obviously I'm going with Red Pill. I said I didn't know where Rudy would fall. I kind of figured he was going to lean towards Blue as well. But I will find myself on the Red Pill side. And here's why. For me, I think... The biggest thing for me has always been gameplay. You know, a lot of games have good stories. A lot of games have great graphics and look beautiful. A lot of games have characters that hook you, right? But if I'm not having fun at the here and in between, I, all of us, it becomes stale for me. Uh, you know, and you have those games that embody all those things with blue pill and they're great games but they're just not for me you know mm -hmm. i not that i wouldn't give them a try because some of them have both you know a lot of games have aspects of both uh red and blue in in our discussion here today but uh you know i when i think of like stuff that's heavy on story characters you know i think of uh you know story-wise uh wolf of wall street the Wolf of Wall Street stuff, the Telltale stuff. You know, some of those people describe us having some of the most gripping story. There's another one, too, that people have always said is real, real good. But that's just heavy story. And that's just never been for me. Uh, when I think of graphics, it's funny. One of the things I always think about is all the Forza games. They always look top of the line, top tier, amazing. Uh, Character-wise, of course, those are tough because characters are very easy to relate to. There's some, there's one out there for everybody. You have your Mario's, your Link's, your Kratos, uh, you know, Master Chief, like that. But for me, if I'm not having fun in either building my character, some kind of grind, some kind of collecting, some kind of shooting mechanic, some kind of like, you know, being able to like, like with Lies of P, what got me hooked, you know, the, the whole Souls-like uh, dynamic. If I'm not having this challenge and having to learn patterns and fighting back and then I can build my character my way, it, it's hard for me to stick with it. It's something that, I, that I'll usually fall out of. And can I ask you a quick question? Yeah. So, so and, and your emphasis here is the gameplay, right? Does that constitute like genres? So is it safe to assume that gameplay in your case... If the I genre doesn't fit you, you're not going to even bother playing it, right? And I, I know a lot of times, like, I like visual novels quite a bit where they make them as games. And, and strangely enough, I don't think I could ever see you playing a visual novel and stuff like that. Uh, are, are, am I equating the same? Like, are you not going to play a visual novel because of the gameplay and therefore, like, that's not for you? Am, am I... You see, I would... I would... Uh, I, I think... I think you're spot on. I think the only exception would be if it's a visual novel for something that I'm already heavily invested yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Batman if, if, or something. If, if it's a Batman visual novel, and there is a Batman one out there, actually, no? Isn't there a Batman... I think that's more uh, of like an adventure game. Like, 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 more adventure games. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. Well, um, I, I, I don't know. I, I think you're, you're spot on. The Batman, the Pokemon, those kind of stuff, like, I would so, yeah, go out there and, and, and give it a sense. shot. That but that, but, but that's, like a pre, that's like a prior, like, you know, something already that... I'm, I've, I've bought it not because of gameplay, but because of something else. Yeah. Because of a fandom, right? Yeah, and then that makes sense. And then that's where I was kind of like, well, you know, because Rico's, you've always been about Endgame. You've always been about the grind. You've always been about, you know, there's something has to be in it for you to where you feel like, you know, you're going to be invested in, whether it's whether it's the, the building mechanic or whether it's the gameplay mechanic where you're going to get stronger later on. And like, for example, 
adventure games, even adventure games, if there's no progression like that and you're legit just going on a story adventure, you know, if it were a 30 hour adventure, I, I, I don't think, I don't, I can't see Rico finishing it off. If it were an eight hour adventure, then Rico would finish it off and kind of go about like that. But again, there's no RPG elements, no grind, nothing like that. It's just an adventure game. You know what I mean? And I think yeah. I can think of like, like that, that Beacon Pines one. It was a small little eight hour adventure and legit, like you were just progressing through this story. Like there was no, you know, point and click, progress, point and click, progress, you know, no puzzles. You know, like in the other one, we played Academy, what is it called? Academy, uh, you know, Academy, what I'm talking about. And then you played, uh, what was the other one? The Kill It With Fire or the Spider one? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, Kill It yeah, With Fire. The, yeah, the gameplay mechanic. There was no story, but the gameplay mechanic was just, you know, just, it was fun. It was good fun. And, and again, if it's not fun in that respect, I don't think you would finish it. Yeah, yeah there has to be something other than, than, uh, than just story. It, story alone for me is not going to hook me. Graphics, I think for all of us, like, you know, we like them, but it's not the most important thing to any of us, I don't think, right? Yeah, and now uh, they switch it to what? What's it called? Yeah, performance, performance. Mode and fidelity mode is what they're called. Yeah, fidelity, which was like high graphics and then performance mode, which is funny. A funny story about that is I actually played on fidelity mode for the longest time. And I remember like, oh, there's a there's a different mode here. And I switched it. And I'm like, wow, this is so much better, which would lead to like the whole performance over graphics thing. But performance isn't that important to me either right yeah uh and again not that there's not story stuff that i don't like i love some yeah, games yeah. that are very heavy story bioshock comes to mind mass effect which is when you mentioned uh <laughs> it's funny because those are like 10 10 game right like a lot of times they're like critically acclaimed and stuff like that yeah they, they encompass all six of these things <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then, you know I mean? but 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 the story like the story across all the games like you know that continuity that both of those series have uh, there's also other games that have, uh, I think one that kind of encompasses both the story and the characters, but also like to me, what made it also was part of, partially the gameplay was one that we actually played together. It takes two. Yeah. You know, yeah. The, the, oh, the, big, yeah. the big story there was amazing. The characters were relatable, but then the, one of the amazing parts is like, wow, we're playing like this, this, oh, so it's this kind of game. And then like, whoa, so it's this kind of game now. And I'm like, oh my God, we're dungeon crawling. And <laughs> yeah, then like, dude, are you seriously <laughs> fighting like this rat? Like on top of this plane? Like, you know, so just the different aspects, like that, that was amazing about that. Like I said, graphics, I think of Forza characters. I think of Mario, Link, Kratos, some other smaller games too, but, uh, Performance for me has never really been that big, unless I'm playing a shooter. You know, you want your good FPS and stuff like that. Uh, and world design, I think world design is pro would probably be my second. Uh, so for me, uh, it would be gameplay, world design, performance. Some things I think about when I'm t talking about world design. You mentioned Lies of P, uh, which was a really good one. Uh, the setting and all that, which you could equate some of it to the story. You know, if it's not about Pinocchio, does it really go that way? But, you know, the dark, the gothic, uh, you know, it's also linear. It wasn't open. Uh, you can think of some open world designs. Also, one that I always appreciated was Borderlands. I always loved that world design and cartoony and stuff like that. Uh, that was always real fun. But uh, to, me, it, it, to me, it's always gameplay. If I don't have fun playing the game... And uh, some things can be like any RPGs. You talked about like different uh, styles, different genres, any RPGs, uh, any grind fest, like, you know, 2K, Destiny, uh, some team team games, uh, MOBAs, MOBA, you know, I got, in, I got introduced to it with Pokemon, uh, some turn-based stuff like Pokemon, which is weird because I don't love all turn-based stuff, but that, it, but one of them is my favorite game. I always say that. Uh, even going back to something we all fell in love with, Vampire Survivor. No real story, graphics, not really, characters, not really, performance, you know, didn't really need it, world design, I guess you could say there's a little bit, but it was all about the gameplay, like, let's be honest, and probably the best three bucks I've ever spent on oh, the yeah. game, right, I think we can all wow. say, like, that game one. was just, wow, uh, so yeah, I, I am on the red side. Okay, can you I, said, uh, gameplay, world, world design, performance, right, those two? Yeah. Gameplay, okay. then world design, then performance to me. Okay, so, since, since we're still on this topic, and I know we all picked one that we liked, what about have you liked something on the other side? Maybe one game that you might have played on the other side, not particularly like you always do, but is there one, Marcus, mm -hmm. that you might have liked from the Red Pill? 
that feature performance, gameplay, and world design. I think I'd have to focus more on like just the world design aspect. Um, cause, like, like I mentioned, a lot of the times, the, and I, I'm thinking of those games that can encompass all these, but those are like, you know, so either some of your favorites, you know, t- 10, 10 games, or those are like your critically acclaimed type games and stuff like that. Yeah, but well, one may- that maybe, maybe it will be. Gameplay. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. One that I play for sheer gameplay. I already know mine. I mean, I think we might agree on one yours? together. Elden Ring. What's yours? Elden Ring. No. Oh, yeah. And, and Elden Ring was one of those, like I mentioned, like those, like, those yeah. are like your, like your intense hardcore games, right? Like those 10 10 critically came and stuff like that. Yeah. Elden Ring probably has a little, like those, those games of the year probably have a little bit of everything. Yeah. You know, and, and again, I'm thinking of, I'm trying to think of one that, Basically, like the stories, you know, could be better. Characters could be better. Graphics, and honestly, one of the ones that really piqued my interest because of the world design that I just kind of fell in love with, because the story was told in in, in a very interesting way, was Hollow Knight. I there's a Metroidvania. I loved Hollow Knight for everything. What the gameplay was amazing. The world design was fantastic. It ran amazing. It was a hard game. Graphics, you know, nothing to be anything. And the characters, there was a handful of characters. I remember some. I don't remember others. The story was told through, like, the characters. You don't really want to know what happened, and it wasn't as story-driven, but the gameplay, man, and the role design was fantastic. Like, you know, just Hornet and, and your Hollow Knight buddy and just exactly how this bug, dystopia world came to be. Like, it was intense. So Hollow Knight would be my pick for that red pill if you had to pick one. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me change my answer real quick. I mean, yeah, Elden Ring is great, super good. <laughs> How about Final Fantasy 15? Uh, I felt like that game ran great, looked great at the time. You would get lost doing other stuff besides what the story was. Yeah, yeah. I think it was and like some Final Fantasy games are better than others. Yeah, like that. That, that game to me was like good. I actually gone back to play the Royal Edition on the PS5. That's how much I enjoyed that game. Like that's that's one for me, man. Like and like I I think you mentioned uh that you like Batman, right? Mm-hmm. You never played the Arkham series. I did. Love him. You I really played part of part two. Wow that dude I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. Oh, those, those, those games are so good. I love those games as well. I was close to picking God of War or the Batman one. Oh, they're so good. I yeah. agree. The, and again, the villains to me have always, like, as far as characters are concerned, have always, you know, done it. The characters, and strange enough, Final Fantasy, I know that it always gets shit on for because the story sometimes can be just weird and crazy and people don't really enjoy it. Yep. But for Final Fantasy has always been done it's gameplay very well, it's role design very well, and it's characters. One of my my favorite Final Fantasy to this day is Final Fantasy 4 with the White Knight and Kane and Cecil and you know just to to me the the characters in that one were just so good and the world design was just so good. I really really enjoyed it. But yeah, and again, I like that you mentioned Final Fantasy cuz not all Final Fantasy games are created equal, right? No, and and fifteen yeah. was like right. I think fifteen was like one of the, I think it was open world, uh, to make it open, you know, like where you could go and do other stuff. And, elements to it. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. It was just like it was made more for first time fantasy, um, Final Fantasy players. Yeah. So i liked it. it i thought it was great man like i know most people were like oh, like this hardcore final fantasy player was like no not for me or it was different but i really enjoyed it i thought it was great man i played it two or three times and i'm trying to finish the ps uh ps5 version of it and i like it did you Give ever get up. on the part seven the remake which one did you ever get on part seven the remake i have it installed I have it installed, and I never played the original, so I think I was too young whenever that came out. So I'm looking to play in the remake. Yeah, I have it installed on my PS5. Me too. <laughs> I just haven't gone through them, but they are gonna have like two or three parts, right? So, and then Crisis yep. Course shoot. Yep. Uh, yep. I, I so. think I think for me, for me specifically, giving props to a game that I really love that was on the other side. Uh, you know, me jumping from red to blue. Uh, 
and of course Mark is going to love this. I, I feel like I can't not mention being a kid and getting enthralled in the story and the characters, not necessarily graphics, uh, maybe for the time, I don't know. But uh, I, for sure, carried by story and characters was uh, Ocarina of Time. And that's I feel like that's kind of a cop out because like who doesn't love that who doesn't love that game right it's just an iconic game but nonetheless like you know the whole I've story behind it. it being being the hero and you know the complexities of what it means to be that hero and the different uh, trials that you kind of face uh, you know being able to go through time and stuff like that who you're saving and you know learning a little bit of the lore. Uh, which we've gone through a little bit on the podcast before since Marcus has like enlightened us, right? About the lore of what it, what is really behind everything and what the Triforce really is and all that and, and, and stuff. Uh, I think Mass Effect 2 is also another really good shout because while the gameplay, while the gameplay is somewhat consistent between 1, 2, and 3, the, what makes 2 so special is the characters and the story. Because there is this thing, there is this aspect of Mass Effect 2 called uh, loyalty missions. And it has to do with exactly that. Story, character per character that you bring onto your crew. So it's the exact same thing gameplay-wise as 1 and 2. You know, 1 is a little clunky. I mean, 1's a little bit clunky. 3 is pretty much amazing uh, gameplay-wise. But two is like that sweet spot of it has the gameplay, but the story and the characters on top of that is what make it special. Uh, and, you know, I hope that Marcus some sometime down the line will give it that chance. <laughs> I know I know one is hard to get through uh, because, you know, I didn't play one till way after. But two is worth is worth it. Uh, Batman Arkham Asylum is also a really good shout that Rudy threw out there. You know, the story and the characters there were amazing. Uh, brought Clayface to big prominence. You know, we've seen Clayface in all different sorts of Batman medium, but in that game, Clayface is amazing. That was, uh, <laughs> uh, and a lot of characters, a, a, a lot of a lot of characters are, to be honest. Uh, I think also, even though gameplay is also big, world design probably performance and graphics, maybe not as much, but uh, the story and the whole lore behind Resident Evil. Uh, the characters oh, yeah. in Resident Evil, oh. you know, oh. I know, I know that's something we all love. Like, yeah, just, you you have your you have your your badasses in all different kinds of ways. You have your Leon people, your Chris people, your Sheva people. Some people love Jill. Some people love uh, uh, Wong. <laughs> well, I was gonna save her for last because that that's a waifu, right? But uh, Claire, Baker, some people love baby. Claire. Yeah, some people hey, love Jack. I'm a big fan of Ethan, of Ethan man. Like that, uh, I, I, I know people when he was really? in Biohazard and stuff like that, man. But Ethan Winters, dude, like, like, you, we're, we're all, we're all him. That's exactly what we would be doing, trying to do or whatever, and trying to get through it. Obviously, you know that he, he gets like this, this thing, uh, and the next one, right? For those of you who aren't playing it, right? But Ethan was awesome, dude. And, and again, real doesn't, uh, Rico doesn't like Leon, but we're, I'm a Leon fanboy. I like Leon. Leon's cool. Yeah, Leon's. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm a Chris guy myself. I don't. I. We don't. We don't think. We just do. <laughs> you like the big muscles, huh, Rico? <laughs> you like those That's big right, muscles? That's right, baby. <laughs> Show me who else can punch a rock out of the way. <laughs> That's true. Get out of here. <laughs> That's true, man. That's true. Ah, oh, man. I. Yeah. There's a. There. And to be fair, there's a lot that I haven't experienced. Uh, you know, I've always wanted to jump on Senua. I still haven't gone on to do Last of Us yet, God of War, something I've always wanted to get into. And I know that embodies these, that this blue side embodies those a lot more than my red side. So uh, now that I do a lot more gaming on my own and stuff like that, uh, and I'm when I'm ready like to dive into those big stories, like I, I jump on those. So uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's, a, there's real good on both sides. One thing I want to ask both of you, and I'll give my answer first. Maybe we're exactly the same. Uh, if you could build your perfect game across both, you pick three. What would it be for you? What would be your one, your two, and your three? For me, it would be gameplay, then story, then characters. I'll let Rudy go second. Mm. Go ahead, Rudy. Okay. 
let's do characters. Let's do gameplay. Let's do story. But like they're not far off. They're there together. It's not like a, you know, my number one was like oh, I've. Right, so gameplay. Okay. What I pick? Gameplay. So, so, so your yours are tightly packed. They're they're right on right on top of yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah. They 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 all gotta be. They all gotta mean to me. Yep. Uh, I I think I think uh, when I'm talking about like a, a game I consider like near perfect, I would say they're probably pretty tight. But for me, like just preference wise, I think mine are a little bit further apart. I think gameplay to story is not real far apart, but there's like there's like you know a gap there. But then I think there's a bigger gap between story and characters. Uh, so for me, it's gameplay one. I would probably put, you know, graphic, I mean, story, sorry, a little bit further down and then characters. Uh, but all together to me, that's just, you know, the game that I, I, I just am loving. I'm hooked on. Uh, I don't talk to anybody, you know, leave me alone. I'm, I'm just you know, uh, sucked in. Strangely enough, again, English teacher, I always have that thing with stories. And again, I love stories. Don't get me wrong, you know. But some people and stories, like for me, they don't have to be like this intricate, compelling thing, right? Like it doesn't have to be this amazing story that has twists and turns and plots and stuff yeah. like that. So I, I don't know if when we when we talk story, like I don't know if we're talking like it has to be this just amazing and grossing thing because sometimes, like, you know, I'm cool with just bad guy good guy gotta kill them you know what i mean oh yeah. uh world's ending we gotta go save it you know what i mean like i'm cool with that a lot of times but complex enough, complex isn't always better yeah and, and and a lot of people feel like complexity should be a thing you know and story and people think oh it's not complex enough the story's ass i was like that's not always true you know what i mean like like i've i've played games where the store the legit you know a game's being criticized what's the one for the ds week we play with all the job bravely, bravely default Right, mm -hmm. the story was just it was. It, I think it was like a Final Fantasy spiritual type thing. But again, good evil, save the world. That's all it is. And the story was whatever. But the gameplay was fun. The job system was fun. The world design was pretty all right. Like there was nothing wrong with it. You know what I mean? So in my case, because I, I'm thinking of in in terms of like simplicity and stuff like that. Like I don't need personally this amazing complex story with characters and 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 all this stuff you know what i mean like in my case if i were to rank if i were to rank them and again they're all mine have always been kind of close packed and a story is always going to be something but i'm not going to judge a story because of how not complex it is like again there is something about having a, a simple story like you know what i mean there's nothing wrong with that I'm i not, think and, i also think that a story can be simple but sometimes the characters can be what make exactly, the story a little exactly. more complex too or the world in exactly. which the story takes place, right? So, so, and and this was all this that was just a preface. That was all a preface just to give you my answer, okay? <laughs> because it's not going to include it's not going to include story, okay? If if it did, story would be number four. If anything, you know what I mean. But again, mine characters first and foremost. I I need great characters. I love good characters. I love good character design. Characters for me have have also been a thing. I think which explains why I really like collecting cards. But anyways, I digress. Characters. World design and gameplay are going to be my three. All right. Wow. So I'm glad that uh, even though we're, even though we have, you know, I'm red, you guys are both blue. We're all different in terms of uh, mm -hmm. what we value. And I, I said it like at the, at the beginning, like I thought we would be a little different. I know we all love different kinds of games. So uh, and we have, and, we have and, some and, in common, but we, we also have, I we think, value them a little think, different. Yeah. I think we, and I it's think we little... all picked at least the other right Am yeah I well i picked i picked two from red which is and, and that's what i mean like i picked two from red and i and one from the, my original color which is blue and and again that's because i i feel like i do value characters above everything and anything like first and foremost so that's why i put characters first gameplay world design would be a pretty distant second and third and then story would be like right there with them you know what i mean as, as a fourth place but i do put characters first and foremost without a, without a good character interesting characters you know like i'm more likely gonna i'm either playing the game just for like like rico said pastime like vampire survivor or i'm just or i'm not engrossed in it you know what i mean because there's games like i've, I've played games like a uh, power washer simulator um the, you the don't spider say. game kill it with fire 
don't park your car, you know, stuff, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, and I played games like those. And again, but those have just been games just when I'm talking to somebody or I'm trying to pass the time. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that. Yeah, it makes sense. And, and yeah. it's consistent, too, because where you said characters are so far ahead, that makes sense because characters were so far ahead that even though your other two were in red, the blue still won. And then I said the same thing. I said, gameplay for me is, far, is, is well ahead of the others, so much so that red won for me, rather, even though I picked the other two from blue. Yeah. So, uh, and Rudy, Rudy also did pick blue, and your first one was story, right, Rudy? If I'm not mistaken? Uh, were, on, the, on, on the new remake? On, uh, yeah, on your perfect game. You said, I, am I wrong that you said story, character, gameplay? No, I picked the uh, gameplay, story, and then... Uh... Oh, gameplay character, story. something like that, or it might have been character, gameplay, yeah. character, story, end, but together. Yeah, 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 but real tight. So real you, tight. since since yours are tight, you go for the two rather than the one. Yeah, so right? I, 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 I do gameplay. Blue. Yeah, I pick gameplay. Yeah, so that's why I pick. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep, exactly okay. right. Wow. So we got one red and two blues. But uh, overall, we're a mix of everything, right? And it's funny that yep. uh, graphics and performance were kind of like the least yep. uh, important to us. I guess uh, yep. graphics, graphics. I, I think we would all prefer more like nice graphics when it comes to like, if it's just a story, if it's just flat out a story, you want it to look as nice as possible, right? It doesn't have to. It, it's not a yeah, quality. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's not the most important thing, but it's nice. And then performance, and I think, is we're consistent. We're like, we like that like with our shooters, right? Mostly when uh, we're, we're uh, playing performance, it. usually when it's like an action game, like if you're playing Devil May Cry or whatever, and the performance is abysmal or Bayonetta and the performance sucks, that's going to really ruin the experience because those games kind of hone in on that action. Or even like when, or even something like Mortal Kombat, if the performance sucked in Mortal Kombat, you know, like fatalities and it honed in with the camera and it looked like crap or ran like crap, like, yeah, it, it, it's, it, it would affect definitely the experience. Agreed. I think we've all made the exception. Uh, to the listeners out there, there was a game a couple years ago. No, hell no, it was more like what five, six years ago. There was a game mm -hmm. that we all just said, "Screw it, we don't care about no graphics, we don't care about no performance. We just want to play with our buds." Oh, four I know. Four-letter game. <laughs> it was a four-letter game, okay? And we all just said, "Screw it, we're just gonna play and we're gonna have fun." And that game was called PUBG. Okay, sometimes we make the exception. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. But the glitches were so bad that, that we just had fun because you never knew what happened when you're driving oh, yeah. the car and it exploded randomly. I oh, was yeah, actually, dude. I was actually thinking of, I was actually thinking of Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> um, that was yep. That that game, I think. Well, I guess you could say it had world design a little bit. There's a little bit of a backstory to it, just because we knew some of the characters in there. But uh, that was kind of all about gameplay, right? Wouldn't you say? Yeah. And playing and playing with your bros, also. I guess. I guess. I guess one of the things that kind of can supersede everything is who you play with, right? Yeah, true. Yeah, because Friday yep. to this day, as far as like multiplayer experiences, Friday the Thirteenth is up there. Among Us is up there, mind you. And again, yep. Among Us, what well, maybe gameplay? It's about it. Gameplay yeah. performance, <laughs> but among like, but uh, you know, just those those games of deduction. Uh, which other ones? I think we even had fun with those other ones. Um, uh, what's the other one? The one where you haven't won, Rico, where you almost won, but you blew it because you didn't know you had to touch the crown. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all guys, all guys, all guys, all guys, all guys. gang beast. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Party I'm pummel. putting salt on the wound, Rico. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget, you're the two time. <laughs> yeah. well, you are the two time. <laughs> anyway, but uh, yeah. yeah, I think uh, I think this was cool. You know, I think we all kind of set our games uh, cool. where we fall on both sides. We kind of justified it. Uh, we even kind of have some common ground with uh, with what we like. You know, we we do play a lot of the same games. Uh, I, I I actually think gameplay is very broad also. It so, can be, yeah. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. it, it can be very broad because when you when you uh when you love grindfests, when you love uh just uh, turn based card games, stuff like that, you know, it, it's easy. Soul souls like uh what's the other one? The uh uh 
what is what is the name of the type of game that uh what's the one that we play the one with the cat and all those uh characters I, the, I, I, animal party party animals the other one the the shooter one oh, oh. Uh, gunfire reborn Gun, gunfire reborn what's what's that style of game called the hate hades is Rogue-like. also that kind of game roguelike yeah th- those kinds of games like you know sometimes a mechanic or gameplay can make the whole game which i fall in that in that but i think that's also that can also be very broad so i think maybe that's that uh that particular section might be a little stacked uh yeah. but nonetheless like we did have our differences and you know i, I think this was a fun discussion uh and i mean there's a there's a lot of blues that i gotta try out yes sir you do you gotta get it yeah i guess i'll have to i'll have to join the playstation army which fun fact i already i kind of already have my gamer tag and everything on on uh playstation network i just need to uh hook up that uh i actually have a, a playstation i just need to get a controller for it and then i can try some of those gods of wars spider-man's another one i want to i want to give a go to that i hear a lot about I know everybody's Spider-Man. excited for the second one. Spider-Man's a really, really, really like I was like, what are they gonna do with this? Is this gonna be different? And I just sat through it. I think I got through the first like thirty minutes, and the next thing I know, I'm collecting everything, everything that I can. And my wife would come out and she was like, "Are you still playing that game?" I'm like, "Yep, I'm still playing this game." Like, Spider-Man was great. I love. I enjoyed it. It was really, really good. All right. Anything else uh, you guys want to throw in here before Marcus uh, takes us out? No, man. That's it for me. Rudy? I'm good, man. Just thank you all for letting me uh, hop on here. Another. And uh, I'm available on Sundays. <laughs> but uh, right. thank you all for allow- allowing me to join in, in this discussion, man. And. You know, helping grow the Meta Era nerds. All right. Well, as always, Rudy, it's uh, it was uh, great to have you. Thanks for being on. Thanks for joining in. Thanks for adding, you know, your two cents to all this. Uh, and uh, there's nothing else. Marcus, go ahead. Yeah, and I Rico mentioned to get Rudy. Thank you again. It's always a, a privilege to have you. It's always fun to have you. Hopefully, you get to join us soon. Maybe for three Thank times. Thank you for allowing us. For allowing us to finish this podcast too. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> but nonetheless, <laughs> uh, nonetheless, for everybody out there, if you haven't listened to last week's podcast, that was uh, Taco Dude, uh, aka Rudy, with his first time being with us last week. After a while, uh, we talked about sports, uh, toys, video games. Had a blast. Had a great time. Um, so before. I let anybody else interject. Um, thank you, um, Rico. Anything else, Rudy? Any, any, anything else? Uh, that's Good, it. Man. Just I would just say I, I would just say uh, we're recording this on Sunday. So uh, if you're listening to this late night, happy Sunday. If not, I hope you have a great rest of your week. And uh, we w- we will be doing the uh, the news portion, the weekly recap, uh, either later tonight or maybe doing it tomorrow, depending what uh, what we have going on. But uh, look out for that. Yeah, and otherwise. Thank you guys for joining us. You have a good night. Later.